You're listening to Dr. Leslie Inspires, a show where we empower mothers by raising their level of awareness, discussing tough mother-son issues that everyone knows exists, but no one is talking about. Dr. Leslie is joined by Mr. Wayne, who provides insight from a male perspective. To learn more about us, visit our website at www.drlesleyinspires.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Leslie. Well, hello, Cam. How are you? I'm doing good, Dr. Leslie. I'm glad to be back. Glad to have you back. We have a lot to talk about. So call your friends, call your family, uh, call somebody, another mother who is interested in this topic or who may be struggling with her son because Mr. Cam has some things that he wants to share on today. So actually, Kamari is going to get started in prayer today. So Cam, you want to go ahead and get started? Yes, ma'am. Father Lord, we thank you for bringing us here to this place where we can be great and talk about to help mothers and sons with their relationships. We thank you for allowing everyone that comes on the show to use their experiences to help parents and sons out there. We also really appreciate for you waking us up this morning to be great. And we just really appreciate you and we'll give you all the glory and grace in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. So we're not going to hold you long. So I want this to be strong conversation. Remember, our goal is always to say something that will encourage, inspire, and or educate a mother to help her in her relationship with her son. So I had a conversation with you recently, Cam, and part of the conversation had something to do with some things that you had experienced that changed the way you see mother-son relationships. They changed the way you saw or see girlfriend, boyfriend, or adult woman, adult male relationships. I just saw you kind of start questioning things about family dynamics. So I just want you to... uh, just give us a little feedback or a little bit of your answer to the question of how does a young man like yourself continue on with his life and grow into being a man when he feels that he is surrounded by toxicity? How do you move on with your life when you feel that you are continually or continuously being hindered in your progress? How do you continue on as a young man or even grow into a young man when you constantly feel that the man side of you is not being cultivated, it's being stunted, the growth of it? We can just start there. So I definitely think like it's a big um, setback on a lot of men that we see nowadays, especially due to like just how the world has come and like the way that relationships and in general have like changed and um, switched. I believe that, you know, depending on the man, you know, it takes a strong individual to 
be able to acknowledge a problem and move on. And that's just in life, not about specifically what we're talking about in general. But I feel like the way that you move on from things like that is just, you know, you know, having your well, first thing you need to do, I, I would suggest you need to figure out a you need to, you know, acknowledge the problem, if at least try to acknowledge the problem. So that way, when you as as you're acknowledging the problem, you can put specific pieces of the puzzle together so you can find a better solution for you because not solution not every solution will work for everyone in every situ every situation so use the pieces to the puzzle that you have and figure out a solution for you now i'm not saying every situation is every situation is different so certain situations might work better than others and vice versa but you know i think you should also have like maybe a good strong core around you and just you know you know me i like to pray and you know, ask for certain answers and stuff, and just ask for wisdom. And when you do that, you know, God will answer and give you everything that He needs for you to know to help you get through all the um, the the walls and stuff in your life. And you know, I think having a strong core, you know, just being being strong-minded, you know, stuff like that can easily demotivate and be the main reasons why we have men out here getting locked up and doing making very bad decisions. But I feel like as if 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 we you know, as a, as a, you know, as a society, if we were able to build, if everyone were able to have a strong core around them, we wouldn't have as much as difficulties when it comes to certain things like that. Because if you have a strong core around you, you can still stay focused and motivated, you know, and focus on your life. Because once things like that happen and, you know, like the family and like stuff like they hinder you, you just focus on what you got going on, you know, and I'm not saying just cut the family off and be, oh, I'm like frick them and yada, yada, yada. But you know, if, if if things start to hinder you and you feel like, you know, everyone's on your case or, you know, just give them a reason, you know, as do, do as much as possible and get a job. Go, you know, if you play sports, be in the put in that extra hours, put in that extra hard work so they can so you can stay out their face, stay, stay out the way. So that way they hindered. They can only hinder you when you're in their face, you know, and I'm not going to I'm, I'm going to sit here and say I, I the real reason why I got a job is to stay out of, you know, the hinders face you, the, the devil, the Satan's, Satan's presence. I, I rather be put in extra hours, you know, in order to keep the, keep the satanic um, energy away from me and my, you know, my spirit, because once you get a down spirit, it's really hard to, um, it's really hard to bring it back up, especially nowadays with depression and things like that. And I just think, you know, having a strong core is a really good key and having people around you that care and like just certain coping mechanisms that, you know, small little things that allow you to, you know, build around and like, you know, uplift you. That's the, that's the main key in my opinion. Okay. So what if that hindrance is your stepdad or your mother's boyfriend or somebody that's kind of close to that circle or they have uh, a major influence? How do you combat life as a growing male when you don't like your stepfather? Once you realize kind of what's going on, after a certain age, you kind of realize what happens. You know, you kind of get the gist of what's happening. You're not, at a certain age, you're not dumb. You know what's going on. You understand who the guy is, what's going on, you know. You know, and clearly, you know, your mom's, you know, your mom, the mom is going to probably either a cater to the boyfriend you know whatever the case may be you just if if the if the husband boyfriend all that if they're if there's a problem i just would like i said just find a way to not uh, be a, be out their way 
you know, even though like they're coming into you as the son and the mom's life and, and they're technically coming into your space, they're together in a relationship, you know, anyway. So my suggestion is go ahead and just find things to get yourself out of those situations. Don't put yourself in situations where you're going to want, you're going to have to, if you feel like you have to argue and debate with them, just put yourself, like I said, find a job, work, work all day and come do a closing shifts, work closing shifts, come home at night and all you got to do is go to sleep, clean up or do whatever, go to sleep or you know, go to the gym, go out with your friends, you know, or just stay in the books or, you know, whatever you do, whatever you do on your free time, whatever you find do to catch up, um, just do that and try to stay out the way as much as possible. Don't really try to cause much, much attention to yourself because, you know, there are the, the odds are the stepfather's already in the, the mindset that I'm the dad, I'm the new man of the house. So, and most sons don't really like that, that, that role. And it becomes, at a certain point, it becomes a bit of a jealousy that, you know, a new man is coming over to take over the head role of the household so and most sons retaliate with that but my my opinion i would not retaliate because that's all that all that's doing is you know bringing more attention and, and, and drama and anger to the family in the household so honestly just kind of just step away withdraw yourself before they withdraw you if Ooh. that makes sense yeah so let me ask you this how does a young man talk to his mom and tell her how he feels about his feelings towards this other man who is taking his place because this is a big problem actually cam seen it happen with specifically one of my cousins it's it's really sad to actually watch but you know the way that you i mean most moms are not really really willing to hear exactly what you know the what the son has to say because clearly that's the love of their life yada 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 that's their man you need to be happy and you know most parents most moms are going to say it's, it's probably out of you know, jealousy because it's not the biological father that they're with or whatever they, the case may be. But, you know, the way you most sons either retaliate, just being disrespectful and, you know, being this this teenager or this kid that they weren't before the father came, the, the male figure came in. And like I said, it's really morally out of jealousy. But, you know, you got to understand as a son, as a son with a single mom and, you know, siblings and you and mom as at work and you're taking care of all the kids or yada, 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 whatever whatever role you play as the, the the man in the house, if there's no physical man, once someone comes to try to take that, you're gonna be a bit defensive and protective over what's yours, as you should. So, you know, those are very many ways to retaliate. I mean, of course you can have your arguing with the boyfriend and fighting and try to not, you know, try to fight over the position, but either way, you're not, like I said, you're not gonna win. What's gonna do, what's gonna happen is clear, most, most cases where I've seen the mother choose the husband, boyfriend, whatever over, the child and like i said that's why i say withdraw yourself before they withdraw you because it's going to hurt more if your mom pushes you away but if you've already accepted that this man is coming in and you already see what's happening go ahead and prepare yourself mentally emotionally physically you can withdraw yourself so by the time that they're about they, that they're thinking they're going to hurt you you're going to already be mentally ready for it wow so what if a young man feels like i'm not going to withdraw myself because he's going to be gone before me I've seen this before and usually they don't stay. So I got to hold my ground. I have to stand my ground, stand my position because I have to protect my mother. What does that look like? So, yeah, I mean, that that's a, a common case that you see a lot. Um, most guys just like, I'm still going to be the man in my house, you know, whether you're here or not. And, you know, like you said, they don't typically stay long, but if you really look on it, you know, after a while, if the mom is pretty, you know, if she's picking on that, oh man, I can't keep a man. I wonder why I'm not really, I'm not, you know, it's, it's odds are the son. And then once a certain point when the son doesn't want to withdraw, 
the mother's going to address it and it's going to hurt more. Because as a son, if you're sitting here, you're doing all these things to protect your mom because you don't want your mom to get hurt, yada, yada, yada. And you be this overprotective son and can't let her enjoy her life, then she's going to end up pushing you away. And it's going to turn into this feud of like, I was trying to help you and protect you. But in the end, you end up pushing me away for doing you the favor. I thought I was doing you the favor, but in actuality, it was just backstab, you know? So that's why I really, really don't recommend just like, you know, I that's why I would not recommend trying to stay on your ground. I mean, you're going to, odds are, most kids don't typically plan on staying with their parents anyway. You know, odds are at a certain age that your parents are, your mom, if your mom is single at a, at a certain age, 30s, 40s, she's looking to get ready to marry. So meaning that that man's not going anywhere. And you're 18. And if he doesn't really like you, you know, he's going to tell his wife, hey, babe, he's 18. He's got to go. By her being so blinded by love, she's going to be like, yep, Timmy, you got to go, you know, and that's going to hurt because it's going to be like, you're listening to him and I'm your son, you know, so that's why I would, I, I strongly suggest withdrawing you. It's not that hard. I mean, it will hurt for a while, that process. One, it's, a, it's a really long process that, you know, it takes a long time to get used to, but once you withdraw yourself, you'll be, you'll feel a lot better as a person. Wow. So do you feel that... Well, let me ask you this, because I know in your dynamics in particular, uh, you're the oldest. And how old are you? I'm 17. 17. You're 17. And you have another brother who's what age? He's six. Okay. Do you all have the same dad? No, we do not. Okay. And then you've got another set of siblings of three they each have the same father, correct? Correct. So how is that for you as a young man when you see family dynamics, you know, a, a second set of family almost, second set of family members, even though you love them as if you all had the same father, how does that play into how you develop and matriculate as a man, do you ever feel like they are their own family and you are separate from them? Have you and your brother who also have different fathers, do you hold on to your brotherhood? Are you, is it you against them? Is it, or do you feel cohesive, you know, with them as a family? How is that? Because I hear a lot, you know, different situations that confirm something that happens often so I just want to hear your side definitely um I do believe like um me and my brother like that I have the same father we um kind of have the same agreement that we're kind of aware like we're, we're kind of like we've kind of accepted it we've kind of withdrawn ourselves you know once you know he came around about 2014 when my 20 like 2012 and you know 2014 when my sister was born and, you know, after then, then they started having kids, more and kids. I, we've come to the realization that they're kind of like that perfect TV show family, that sitcom, you know, the mom, dad, two sisters, a brother, nice family, yada, yada, yada. They do family things together. And then me and my brother are kind of more of just like side characters, you know, more like the characters, you know, we, we pop in every two, three episodes of the season. It takes a while to adjust and uh, accept it. I think me and my brother, um, it took us a while to we tried to kind of force ourselves into things, but like as we said, we kind of seen themselves. We seen them withdrawing, trying to push us away and withdrawn us. So we kind of withdrawn ourselves before you know they got to finish the, the pushing away process. So 
I feel like we, me and my brother, we kind of at a stage right now where we're just more like, we kind of hold on to each other. You know, me and my brother are really close, I think. And that, that, that plays a, it plays a major role into why we are so close actually, because I feel like if we all had the same father, me and my brother would not be as close. And I also believe like if anyone out there, uh, anyone listening out there, if you, uh, if you have, if your mom or your dad, they have other kids by other people and that's not your, and you have siblings and they're not your actual, and they don't have the same biological father. I mean, I'm not saying don't be close with them. That's not what I'm saying. But if you have, like in my case, I have a brother, I have four siblings, but my brother, my, the, the brother that's up under me, he's four, he's 15 now. We, we have the same father and then the other three have us the same dad. So we are really close. And I believe actually, you know, due to that, you know, us feeling like the side characters made us closer because now it's not really funny, but we get to make fun of them as like us two, just like, <laughs> they're just, they're a little, little, look at their little, little perfect family. You know, we make fun of them about it. And, you know, you just, you know, some, some people can take it and it's definitely not for the weak. I will say that, you know, like I said, it, withdrawing um, from people that you love and care about definitely isn't the, the one of the, one of the things you want to do in life, but it's, if it comes to a point where it's going to hurt you in the long run, I definitely would suggest say if me and my brother were still, if we still wanted to do all that stuff that they do, family, all that trips and all the things like that, then we would be so hurt by now because we don't, they don't even, you know, I'm not, not saying my, you know, they don't, my mom doesn't fit us inside the, the family plans, but it's just like, she kind of come like, she does stuff with us. You know, me and my brother will go out, you know, mall, whatever, whatever, and have fun. And she'll take, you know, my sisters and brother, my other little brother, with their dad, they go out, yada, yada, yada. It's just like, they also, also, I would say mothers, hopefully, um, I will try to find balance in between the two. Don't, you know, just be that perfect family. Because trust me, if you have a son and they, you have kids by other man, he definitely sees himself as the side character. Um, you know, the reason why is because his dad, like most stepdads tend to t- treat stepsons as if they're, they think that they're the dad, but the stepson is more of in denial. Like, you're not my dad. I don't have to listen to you. So I would recommend, you know, splitting the time up just so that way you can get a clear understanding and uh, both people, both both sides of the uh, party is uh, satisfied. Yeah, so you made some really good points. So what advice would you give to the mother who was doing this? Because this is a very common challenge that mothers have or that families have. So what if you could actually talk to a mother who is having this challenge, what would you say to her to help ease her disposition on the um, uh, on the situation? I definitely would just say, like I said, um, just kind of like I said, balance the time. Like you, it's just like like I don't even really know how to explain. If I was telling a mom, I would just kind of say, make sure that you include him. Like even if he doesn't want to, like even sometimes my mom asks, like, do you guys want to hang out with us? We say no, just out of the fact that we know that you know like it's just like your time but make make sure you balance the time you feel like she's just asking just because she's asking but she really does not want you to go well i mean depending on the mom i mean when my mom asks me i just she just knows that we be in the house like she wants us to you know get off the game and all that stuff like that so you know maybe maybe she's asking but other moms may just act just so that way if you uh ever bring up oh you don't ask me to go you she can use that as a or you guys never take me anywhere. She's like, oh, I asked you to go with us, but you never go. And recently I had a friend who, um, his mom and his, like, same thing. He has kind of the same situation as me. Him and, like, that little perfect family I talk about, they went on a whole trip without him, and they didn't even ask. 
Like he found out the day that they were leaving for the trip and like he didn't get invited, he didn't get acknowledged and felt like that was so like messed up because he definitely, you know, feel, he felt the right, even though that's not like his people or his man, his uh, mom and them, he should have been invited to that trip. And I definitely felt really bad for my friend um, because that would really hurt if, um, if that was me. How old is he? He's 16 as well. And he was just saying like how he felt like that was really like uncalled for for him to um, kind of like just be excluded from that. Um, and, and of course, you know, vacations like that, you know, they were going to Myrtle Beach and even those are type of things you make memories from, you know. So I just would, if I was a mom, just say, split your time up. And even though, like, even though I, I can say it and you're, you're not going to listen, it's going to go in and out the other, try to not prioritize the man because, you know, your son's going to be there. That's literally yours. That's literally the thing, creation you made. You know, you don't want to push that away. Um, any man will be there. You know, any man, there's plenty of fish out there. Any man, if there's a man that's degrading or doesn't really like your son, I would definitely recommend that's not the guy for you. I don't care how bad or good your son is. That is literally your son, the, the creation that you made. So you should stick by that that son's side no matter what. Wow, you made some very good points. Well, I'm not going to hold this conversation any longer. I think you said enough to allow any mother to chew on for quite a while. So as we prepare to close, do you have any other nuggets that you feel that you did not provide for us on today? I honestly want to say that I really feel, I really appreciate you bringing me um, on here again. Uh, I would really like for mothers just to kind of be more, you know, open and understanding, you know, especially now in the world that we live in today. I, I'm a very good believer that this, depending on the certain case and scenario, mothers don't like the truth. They would rather take the disbelief. They 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 don't like the truth, so they call it disrespect. Mm. I definitely and I and mothers listen to what I said. I said I I'll repeat it. They don't like the truth, so they call it disrespect. Now I'm not saying if he's calling you out of your name, that's not that's very disrespectful. But there's certain scenarios where if you if your son's telling you something and you feel in your heart that that's true, you you should listen. Yes, you've been here thirty. 20, 30, 40, whatever, however many years. But I'm not, Gen Z is different. I believe, you know, you know, we do have a lot of questionable things that go on in our generation, but we are really, we're, in my opinion, we're, we've, we're really wise to a certain extent. We're really woke. And when we're, when we're trying to explain something, we're the most heartfelt, emotional generation in a while. We have the most emotional care. So I would just say, listen out for, just listen, you know, just pay attention to little things like, and like my last podcast, just pay attention to your son because there's a lot, you never know, you know, and, you know, never know what you're going through. Like I said, the last one, make sure you're checking up on them. It's just little things that go a long way. You never know, like, and specifically uh, men and boys, you know, they don't really like to talk about their feelings due to most, that's how most boys grew up. But I definitely recommend checking up on them and just making sure that they're okay because you never know. That takes a long, as a son, I'm telling mothers out there, listen to me well that are you okay do you need anyone to talk to goes a long way mm. that goes a long way do you feel like mothers listen like when you, you said most boys don't talk they keep it in who are they talking to you know specifically me i i kind of i've recently i've started talking to like my older sister or this like my older sister she um she's not my real sister but she's really stepped into that role um that i've met through my job and 
she I talked to her about a lot of things and because we're so kind of close in age she's 20 I'm 17 so we kind of she kind of gives me advice and like I just kind of talk to her and she kind of gives me you know whatever give me the game and everything I need to know and also I kind of vent to my girlfriend and most guys probably will if they have a girlfriend or that's that girl in their life they probably talk to her as well because you know that's the one woman or girl in their life that is willing to listen if that makes sense so definitely I believe like yeah, most guys are either talking to their girlfriend or their girlfriend or some there's somebody a homeboy or some 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 guys just keep it in I've met a lot of guys in my time that just they literally look like they could use a really big hug from a nice from a from anyone really so. yeah. Is that, do you think that holding that in makes them a walking time bomb almost oh of course that definitely is the walking those are the guys that you know do make bad decisions and stuff like that but you know I'm not going to say you can't blame them but you know you can't, you really can't, you know, sometimes you, you sometimes like that, you just got to shake your head and be like, man, why did his mom not care? You know, it's a lot of dudes on the news that you see this, like, man, you could just tell like his mom didn't care. Like he could have just, all he needed, that boy is locked up for the rest of his life, but all his mom needed to do was show a little bit more attention to him, you know? And I just really, like, it's, it's sad to see it like every day, just looking on the, and you can go on the news right now, someone there's some black boy or some kid that's got that killed someone or did something that they, they didn't mean to do. And it is all because of either they're just bottled up, have no one to go to, or just, you know, a lot of things is going on. That's why I say, make sure that, are you okay? Do you need one to talk to? If you don't want to talk to me, who do you trust in the family you can talk to? Want to make sure you're okay. Cause I promise you that goes a long way. Wow. That, that goes a really long way. And that's coming from, that's coming from a son who was in a, a depressed spot and wanted that for a long time. So, you know, just, just listen to me and I'm, I'm promise you that, that that goes a long way. You ask your son that there's a lot of, there's a lot of things. It'll pay off. I promise it'll, it will definitely pay off in the long run. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much, Cam, for coming back on. Of course, we'll have you back on. You've got that gift for Gab and the gift for truth. And I always appreciate that when we have you on. So until the next time, we thank you and we thank you all for listening. And we will talk to you all soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Dr. Leslie Inspires. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Also, for more content and resources, please be sure to visit our website, www.drlesleyinspires.com. We'll see you in the next episode.